That is a very hot take. Justin Fields should be the guy. He's not it, man. That's a very hot take. Welcome, Slap Stickers, to another episode of Slapstick Sports. I am here with my co-host, Noah Holmgren, Aiden Not the Gerv Gervich, and Ben Wanderman. And we are here today to discuss some hot takes. Our viewers have very kindly sent us in some hot takes on our socials, and we are going to discuss it and tell them why they are wrong. But before we get started, let's go over the most recent news in sports. First things first, the NBA Finals concluded the Nuggets beat the Heat in a thrilling five-game series. While it was only five games, the last game was very competitive, the Nuggets barely winning that one. In other news, in football, we have Messi going to the MLS to play for Miami. We'll touch more on that later. And then also, Man City has won the treble, whatever that means. Now, before we get started on the hot takes, we did not forget Aiden's punishment. Aiden lost the trivia episode, so he's going to have some very kind words to say about the New York Yankees. Aiden, take us away. All right. Um, You know, when we first organized this punishment, uh, it seemed pretty bad, but now the Mets are kind of playing the worst baseball they have in years. So now I'm just like being factual. So, I mean, to put it simply, the Yankees just simply are better than the Mets. They have 25 more World Series. They have a pitching staff that is at least moderately functional. And the Yankees are paying significantly less for significantly better play. Aaron Judge, he's one of, if not the best player in baseball right now. The Yankees are actually playing the Mets tonight in the Subway Series. And personally, I just wish that the season ended now. I don't need to see the Yankees humiliate uh, the Mets. It's, It's really sad. The Yankees are already the big brother to the Mets. And it's... It's really just so terrible to see it. You would think I'm used to it being a Mets fan, but I don't know. 37 years without a World Series, it's it surprises you sometimes at how sad you can get. I I I love that. I love that so much. Thank you, Aiden. I'm never going to let you forget that. As much as I enjoyed Aiden being punished, I did not enjoy hearing that. That one hurt. So, let's talk about some hot takes. First one we're going to discuss. This is from Nathaniel. Thank you, Nathaniel. He claims that Justin Fields is overrated and is not the solution for the Bears. Someone want to get us started on that? Yeah, I can get us going on that. So Justin Fields, I mean, he was an incredible quarterback prospect. Yes, he came from Ohio State, which doesn't have the best quarterback track record, but still he really was an elite player in college. And he struggled when he first came up to the NFL, but he really started to take off this year. Um, and I love Justin Fields. I would actually, I would probably agree that he is overrated, but I wouldn't go as far to say that he's not the solution to the Bears. I think he can be a quarterback for a long amount of time. His legs are a big tool to him, so we don't really know how far that can carry him. But at least for the next several years, Justin Fields should be the guy in Chicago. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that. With that, just I really need to see how he develops as a passer before he could really say anything. Because like at the moment, he's basically just like 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 Lamar Jackson 2.0. Basically, just like he I don't want to call him a running back because I hate when people do that. But like he hasn't really shown much with his arm. And but he, he I could like he like last year probably had, had like like five rushing touchdowns of like like 75 plus yards. Probably like every single week 
around on social media and, saw, and you saw like a highlight of him just like running yep. down, spinning, juking defenders. It was like really crazy to see, but like you haven't really seen much of that with the with the with the passing talent. So just like if he shows more of that and like like and 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 DJ Moore is over there now with 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 Darnell Mooney. So he, he so like like he he actually had. Yeah, Chase Claypool. Yeah, he's a, he's the best weapon in the league for sure. He's the top <laughs> receiver in the league. Oh yeah. But, uh, but um, no, he, he 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 has weapons around him now. So like, if he if he actually like develops and shows his passing talent, then then I th- I think he's gonna be definitely be solid. And I, I I can't say for sure if he's the answer, but he's definitely. But you have have to keep him around for the, for the next couple of seasons just 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 to just to, just to have just have have the, have the trust in him. All right. Moving on to our next hot take. This one comes from Moshe. Wonder who that is. Julius Randle is both better and has accomplished more on the Knicks than Carmelo Anthony. Ben, wait, I want to hear, hear Ben's take on this because he, if you remember in the first episode, he had a brilliant comparison between Julius Randle and Carmelo Anthony. So I would love to hear Ben's take on this. Thank you. It was a brilliant comparison because Honestly, it's a true comparison. Honestly, I agree with this. I don't think it's that hard of a take. I think he's... Okay, maybe for the accomplished more, I do see the perspective of what Carmelo was working with was much less than what Julius Randle had in terms of the team. And Carmelo Anthony did a great job with the team he had. But technically speaking, Julius Randle... I I think he's accomplished or will go on to accomplish more. And... I think Melo is massively overrated. He's just like a tall Kyrie Irving who confidently goes and puts up these shots and like somehow like they go in, but he's not it, man. Julius Randle, I love you. So you listeners at home, you can't see it, but Noah and Joey are hysterically laughing as Ben gives his take on Carmelo Anthony. They're laughing because they just find it funny how Carmelo Anthony has been so overrated over the years, and they know that what I'm saying is absolutely true. I want to get into everything I think about that because then we'd be here for probably about five hours. But what I will say, I do agree that Carmelo Anthony has achieved more with the Knicks than Carmelo has in terms of playoff success because I don't believe Carmelo has won. Carmelo achieved more than Carmelo? That Julius, sorry, Julius, <laughs> that, 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 that Julius Randle achieved more with the Knicks in the playoffs than Carmelo Anthony did. Because, I mean, but, but to be fair, Carmelo, I mean, ju- why am I confusing them? Julius has, has had a better team around him and better coaching, whereas, like, where, whereas Carmelo basically had, like, like a washed-up Jason Kidd and Amari Stoudemire and, and J.R. Smith as his best surrounding players, basically, with, 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 with Derek Fisher as... as as the coach, so like I don't think it's really fair on Carmelo, and Carmelo has had J.R. Smith. Smith was the greatest player of all time. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't hate on my boy J.R. Smith. You look at his highlight reel; he looks like MJ. His highlight tape is 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 insane. But like on the Knicks, he had a couple of highlight dunks, but did not contribute all that much. But yeah, but Carmelo, as I said in the first episode, in response to Ben's ludicrous take, Carmelo is just like a pure scorer, whereas Julius Randle just like throws up random shots and is just not fun watching as an outside fan and yeah i just i think i carmelo is definitely the better player but julius but julius has done more with the team yeah i agree i think carmelo is just clearly a more skilled player than julius randall i think they kind of have like similarities where like they'll both throw bad shots but i think i think in carmelo's 
situation. He didn't really have anyone to pass to to shoot. He was the number one guy, and it wasn't even close. But for Julius Randle, he's the number two guy. Jalen Brunson's the number one guy. Julius Randle has someone to pass the ball to. So Carmelo is just clearly a better player. And yes, technically speaking, he accomplished less, but I don't think it's even close. Yeah, wait, and wait, I just want to, uh, sorry, I just want to confirm I heard what Ben said, right? Did he, I, it didn't really hit me, but he compared Carmelo to Kyrie Irving this time, is that right? Yes, that is right, because, okay, Julius Randle, I'm, I don't, I don't disagree with you that Carmelo Anthony maybe is a better player than Julius Randle, but I, I think, like, what Julius Randle has accomplished compared to what Carmelo has accomplished, and considering Julius Randle still has more time and Carmelo retired, I just feel like he's going to end his career having been more successful in a weird way. And Car- Carmelo Anthony is, is, is top 10 all-time in, 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 the, in, the, in, in points scored in the NBA. I'm not disagreeing that Carmelo Anthony was a great point scorer, but going back to the Kyrie Irving comparison, I mean, I think Kyrie is miles ahead of Carmelo, but I just think that the way they both play, Kyrie just is insanely skilled and then will make these shots. He'll go to a spot and take a shot that he's just so confident. He plays with confidence and just nails everything. And I feel like Carmelo Anthony kind of does that too. I kind of see that. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. All right, before Ben is able to somehow change all of our minds, we'll switch to the next hot take. And this this one I find very interesting. This one says that the World Series is going to be a Diamondbacks versus Rangers World Series, and this one comes from Arthur. Aiden, what do you what do you think? If you're going based on the record, the Diamondbacks and Rangers, I mean, that's not even that hot of a take. What makes the take hot is before this season, how those teams have fared and how much experience they have. But I mean, the I'm looking at it now, the Diamondbacks and the Rangers, they're both sitting at 41 wins right now, uh, and that's among the top in all of MLB. Um, we do, we did recently see that DeGrom is going down with, uh, Tommy John. He was emotional about that, but, uh, so we don't know how the rotation is going to fare, but both teams have been holding their ground amongst the, the top of the league. And I wouldn't be shocked if they went to the World Series, but I think given the experience of players on those teams, it's unlikely. Yeah, what I would say about that, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I agree with what you're saying that that I don't think either team is fully ready at the moment. But, but, but like, um, um, Corbin Carroll, the, 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 the rookie on the Diamondbacks, is an absolute stud. There was a brawl yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, wait, in the, in, the, in the Diamondbacks game? Yeah, because uh, someone threw at Corbin Carroll twice. Oh, yeah, 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 I heard about that. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, just, like, as in, in the overall season, I'm saying that Corbin Carroll is just a top-tier player. And just like is like like all star this year as a rookie, which is just crazy. And then on the Rangers on the on the Rangers side, their their pitching staff has been elite. Like 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 the ground went down, but but like 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 Dane Dunning has has had a has had a, a resurgence. Evaldi even has been really balling out. And they're and a, a couple of years ago, they're they're like like massive free agent signings. Corey Seager and and. And, and Marcus Simeon are, are, are both are both are, are both performing at a really high level. So like both teams are really clicking. So if things really go right for them throughout the rest of the season in the playoffs, I think it's possible. But I don't fully see it happening because of the 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 inexperience of the two teams. Yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty shocked by where they're at right now, especially considering where they both finished last year. But I'm with you guys that 
They're just not experienced enough to go so far. And I think we're still not halfway through the season yet. I think that things could easily change drastically and these teams could end up even out of the playoffs. So that would not shock me if that happened to any of these teams. Yeah, we see it every year. MLB teams all of a sudden surge to the top or drop down to the bottom in a matter of weeks. So anything can really happen. All right, now we have this one, in my opinion, is the hottest take on the whole entire list. This one comes from Mayan, and she says that she puts her milk in the bowl before the cereal. I'll start on that and say, what are you even saying? That's like embarrassing to society. I thought more of you, Mayan. I really did. Milk before cereal. I can't even talk about it. It's making me too angry. Someone else go. Milk before cereal, that's, I mean, I don't even, I literally eat oatmeal in the morning. I don't even eat cereal, and I'm offended by that. Like, who, respectfully, who does that? I want you guys to hear me out for a second. Oh, God. Aiden, I swear to God. I eat my cereal without milk at all. You just eat dry cereal? Yeah, I don't put milk in my cereal. Okay. I mean, I know, I know, like, okay, a decent... Typical Mets fan. Like, people, people do that as, like, a snack. I kind of understand that, but I I just, I just don't like milk. I okay, I, w- I was scared when you started talking, <laughs> but I'm a little okay with this because actually I used to eat my cereal without milk. Okay, wait, I used to eat my Cheerios without milk, but if it was like it was like mm. Frosted Flakes, you have to have that with milk. You're like Cocoa Puffs, you got to have the milk because then it becomes chocolate milk. I mean, I do see the appeal of milk though, and if I were somebody who liked milk, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't put the cereal in first. That just makes more sense. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, moving on. This one comes from Brian. He says that the Marlins are going to win the NL pennant. Not the division. They're not going to win the NL East, but they're going to win the National League pennant. Aiden, what do you think? No, just no. <laughs> I mean, Luis Arias, in my opinion, he should be up there with uh, MVP candidates. Normally with the MVP guys, you just see a ton of RBIs and home runs. But the guy's batting 400. I mean, that's unheard of in today's MLB. I mean, I think like Ted Williams is like one of the only guys who's ever finished the season batting 400. And Luis Arias is going so far into the season batting 400, something that we haven't seen in decades. And yeah, Arias is great, but he can't carry that whole team. That team does have some really nice bright spots, but just like with the Diamondbacks and the Rangers, they simply don't have a lot of experience. They are a good team, better than the Mets, probably, unfortunately. But definitely I better mean, than the Mets. Yeah, I, I don't see them winning the pennant. I do see them uh, making the playoffs, though. Yeah, and and yeah, I I think it's kind of ludicrous to say they're gonna make they're gonna win the pennant, and make it to the World Series. Like they're like Arise is very very good. Obviously, batting four hundred still at this point in the season is crazy. Like you said, Jazz is having a good year, but like. Like other than those two, I, I like I don't think like I don't know much about the Marlins. I'll be straight up because like they're pretty irrelevant. Like 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 for as as far as the as the as the as the Miami teams go, like, I would say they the they were relevant, the but they've relevant. been they've been playing well recently. Like like this year, yeah. I mean, and they're 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 making the playoffs for sure. But like but like compare them to to the to the Florida Panthers or the Heat or yeah, yeah. But but like like they're just like really like I don't think like 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 like. Like, like, Miami really cares about them that much. I don't really know though. But, but yeah, like, like Arise is good. Jazz Chisholm is good. 
but like their their pitching is kind of is kind of mid and other other than those two like I can't really think about who else is really like performing on that team and like 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 Arise I'm sure is going to keep is going to keep up the 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 hot hitting but but like he he has no power like like he he has he has he has he has one home run in the whole season he's just in like like every hit he has is a is a is a single which like is good but like it's not it's not really I don't know if it's going to translate to to the to the to 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 winning baseball throughout the whole year like cuz like at some point you need to get the power you need to get like like get the doubles and triples just like to, for the RBIs to drive in the RBIs and currently Arise isn't fully doing that he he like, like his on base percentage is insane but he's but he's not getting the RBIs or the power which is which you which you kind of need for a baseball team to to be to be to, to be sustainable let me say this though there's something weird about the Marlins and it it'll sound odd coming from a Mets fan but i have never actually minded them that much. Of all of the division rivals in sports, the Braves, Phillies, Nationals, Eagles, Commanders, Cowboys, the Marlins are the only team that I've never strongly disliked before because they've just never bothered me. They have very they've always had likable players. And I don't know, it's it's weird and likable like employees. To, <laughs> it's weird to to not be bothered by your division rival but i mean everyone and their mother knows that i don't follow hockey and for some reason i have more negative feelings about the devils than i than i do about the marlins it, it's it's love odd, that. but like i love that i mean i love that. obviously <laughs> i want the mets to go further than the marlins but i would i wouldn't be upset if i saw the marlins make a deeper run well said we go on this one as a football take if the Bills don't adjust their offense, they're sorry. If the Bills don't adjust their offensive game plan from Josh Allen doing everything, they'll be third in the AFC East. Shloimi, probably Jewish. I agree. I agree with that. Josh Allen is like a great player, but like he can't just like carry the team. Like the best part about having a guy like Josh Allen is that he can carry the team, and you can win with Josh Allen carrying your team. Yeah, you can you can win with Josh Allen carrying the team, but when he said they're going to be third in the AFC East, you can win a decent amount, but you're not going to be able to win all your games like that. There's just there comes a time where like when a team plays better than you as a team, your one quarterback can't carry you to But here's the thing, it's not so the Bills are one of the more pass-heavy teams in the league. Yeah. Um and they have been improving their passing game every year. They just drafted Dalton Kincaid, which I love the pick because the Bills run a lot of two tight end sets. But the thing about having a pass-heavy team is that you need a good quarterback for a pass-heavy team. So it's not like they're going to be starting, uh, I think it's like Matt Barkley is their backup. They aren't going to start him over Josh Allen to give Josh Allen a break. When you yeah. have Josh Allen, you're going to use Josh Allen if you have a pass-heavy offense. So it's either have a pass-heavy offense and let Josh Allen be Josh Allen, or don't have a pass-heavy offense and try to make the playoffs on the back of James Cook and Damian Harris. I mean, I definitely agree, like, you have to let Josh Allen be Josh Allen, but they've been letting Josh Allen be Josh exactly. Allen since they've had him, and they haven't... They, they, they have, have they won a playoff game? They've won, like, one or two playoff games. They haven't made it past the... the yeah, AFC they destroyed the Patriots. Yeah, I forgot about that. But they, they, they have, haven't made it to the Super Bowl, and they're... they're, they're exactly, they're, because it works they, up until a point. Exactly, yeah, it works up until a point. Team, 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 team... team Team coaching realizes that that if he shut down the passing game, then the Bills got nothing. Like like the the running back, the, the running back has been has been, has been Devin Singletary, who who had been absolutely nothing in the NFL. Josh Allen's the one running. For and it's James Cook now. Yeah. You also need to recognize that the Bills also have one of the most 
complete teams in the NFL right now. And to say that they've only made the playoffs because of Josh Allen is entirely unfair. They have one of the best defensive, the best secondaries in football. Wait, I don't, I don't think, I don't think any of us have said they've only made the playoffs because of Josh Allen. No, I know, but the um, you guys are saying that they have been riding Josh Allen this entire I time. I wish I could ride Josh Allen. He's the he's the they've been riding Josh Allen the entire time. And them riding Josh Allen is what has led to them losing in the playoffs. Just look at who the Bills have been playing. It's like Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be the only player in the next couple decades who will even give Tom Brady any run for his money on being the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, they've also played the Bengals, who have been insanely electric recently. I think what the Bills are doing right now is great, and if they keep building around Josh Allen and keep letting Josh Allen be Josh Allen, then they will eventually get over that hump. And you look at the Chiefs, they win games largely because they let Patrick Mahomes be Patrick Mahomes. It's the same thing with the Bills. You Do you really think that the Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl because of Juju Smith-Schuster? No, it's because they let Patrick Mahomes do the things that he yes, can do. Yes, but Patrick Mahomes... Has, I I think has a much has much more skill than Josh Allen does. Jo- like, like Josh Allen has a massive arm. He's he's has, has solid accuracy, but I, th- I think Mahomes' accuracy oh, is a lot more. But but like and, and the Chiefs just like I think I think the Chiefs all around team is is built a bit better. They're, 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 they're... I don't think I I strongly disagree with that statement. Andy Reid's coaching is on is is I think Andy Reid's coaching is on a whole different level than than than. McDermott's like I don't think we disagree with that's that. That's true, but I think w- when you look outside of Mahomes and Kelsey, the Bills have by far I agree with that. a better roster, especially defensively. Full, you could go fully healthy if, if they're position. fully healthy. Yes, but, but but all of last year, I don't think they were fully healthy. No, that's true. Uh, I would like to, to comment on something that Aiden you said before, and that's that the Bills ran into some hot teams. I mean, I think that's. I think that's a really bad excuse for losing. I think to be the best, you got to beat the best. And if you're playing the Chiefs, you can't you can't rely on no, on true. luck that's... in the playoffs. Like hope you play. I don't know the Vikings who choke every game, like the Giants did. Like if you want to win the Super Bowl, you got to be prepared to beat the Bengals, to beat the Chiefs. And I agree with what Noah said about Patrick Mahomes. He. He's a, a I don't know about much more, but he's a more skilled player than Josh Allen, and I think he's more fit to carry a team. And I think it's as simple as the Bills need to establish somewhat of a run game if they want to win the Super Bowl. And I think it's I think it's that simple. They got to get rushing yards outside of Josh Allen so that they're worried about the running game and not worrying as much about the passing game. That'll open up a lot of opportunities for big plays, which they still get big plays. Of course, they have Stefan Diggs. Gabe Davis is a big play threat. And obviously they'll have big plays rushing wise. And that's just what it comes down to. It comes down to having a complete offense. That's true. Although I do think it's really important to, to remember to play to your advantages. And if you try to do something that, you aren't particularly good at as opposed to doing something that you've already established is what can be the, the 
core power of your team, you need to keep going with that. Also, just like if I like to if to 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 go back to what the actual hot take was, he says that if they don't change the game plan, that they'd be third. They'd be third in the AFC East, which like the the AFC East is still like a very very tough division with with the, with the with, I with think the, the Bills are winning the, the AFC East with, with the with the Patriots, Dolphins, and Jets in there with the the the, the New Look Dolphins, New Look Jets. The Patriots are like the or like, like like mid, just like very very mid. But but like like Dolphins are gonna be a very good team, very fun to watch. Electric Jets, we've talked about have Aaron Rodgers, a bunch of a bunch of new a bunch of new different signings, have a good culture going on there. So like it's gonna be a very tough division to win. So like if the like like the the the, the Bills are, are are the favorites in the AFC East now, I I I still think that. But but I but what Shloimi said, if like if they don't change up their their game plan, then the teams are gonna start figuring them out, and they 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 have a, they have a chance of finishing se- finishing second second in the division, maybe even third if if teams like really figure them out and, and figure out the the game plan on how to beat them. I'm calling it right now. They're gonna finish in second. No, the Bills are gonna who's, finish in first. Who, who, I I think. Who, uh, who, who's, who's who's the first in the division? Do you think Ben? Miami. Jessica are, are gonna be third. You think the Jets are gonna be third? I don't think the Jets are going to get any higher than the sixth seed. I think the Jets are entirely overrated. Like, 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 like. I agree. I think people are overrating the Jets. I, a little bit. I, I'm, 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 ever since we got Rodgers, I've, I've said I don't think like, like the, the Bills are going to win the division still. I think we're going to be second in the division, but like still making the playoffs. But, 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 but even if you are a, a six seed, seven seed, like, 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 I, I don't think any team wants wants to face us in the playoffs. Like, like we're a young team, we're a hungry team. So, like, even if we're a low seed, I don't think any top seed is going to want to play us. I I I would much rather play the Jets than the Bills. I'd rather play the Jets than the Dolphins. I'd rather play the Jets yes. than the Chargers. I'd rather play the Jets than the Bengals. The Chargers. Chiefs, obviously. You'd rather play the Jets than the Chargers. Yeah. Yes. But before we get too far down the rabbit hole of the Jets, I think we should move on. And we're not fully moving on from football. We're moving from football to football. This one comes from Kobe. And he says that Barca will be better without Messi coming back. Better than what? Because if you're talking about prime Barca, prime Barca was when Messi was on the team and then he left. And then all of a sudden, they had probably their worst couple years since he had originally joined. And then now they're finally getting their feet on the ground again. I mean, they won La Liga this year, but it depends what you're saying. Maybe if he's saying better off without him than with him, I disagree. I think... Messi just won the World Cup. People are acting like he's washed now, and that's why he's going to Miami. I think he still had one more good year in him, where or two more, where he could really help the team. That's just my opinion. No, what do you think about it? No, yeah, I definitely agree. Shout out Kobe for the question. By the way, I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. But um, but yeah, I I agree with you. Like he he he's he's is he thirty three or thirty five? Thirty five, right? Thirty five. Yeah, he's he's thirty five. So he still has like 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 one or two good more good more years in in him. So like I I mean as a as a Barca fan like I would have loved to see him come back just like to just like for the for the for the for the nostalgia like when he leaves you could finally like 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 give him like like the, the proper celebration the send off that, that that he fully deserves and hopefully we could still find a way to, to like to 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 give him that but like yeah he, like to to say that like we like we'd be a better team without him I think is kind of crazy to say but but we are still like we but Barca is still like like a, like a good young team with 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 a bunch of stars on it and and honestly if Messi was there he probably would 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 have would have taken the the 
taking the spotlight off of the off of those players. So like and and like like and like with like like the 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 young players in the system. Like um um, um what's the name of the of the of the of the of the, of the fifteen year old that we have? Lamin Yamal. Lamin Yamal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's uh, a baller. So like if Messi was there, he would he would have been, been been taking up his spot, and and Fati would be would still be rotting on the bench. And Rafinha, who he just bought, so like, like Messi would, would be taking up a couple of the players' positions in the in the like like in the in the media attention also. So like, I feel like it has the positive and benefits of him not coming back. But but as a Barca fan, I would have loved to see him back back at the Camp Nou, even though the Camp Nou was being destroyed. Moving on to our next one. This one is also from Kobe. So thank you, Kobe, for the for two submissions. This one says. Adam Fantilli will be a better player than Connor Bedard. That's a very hot take. That is a very hot take. I will start out by disagreeing with that. I think they will both be solid stars in the NHL. But I think that Connor Bedard is just a much more skilled player than Adam Fantilli. And I think it shows in like just watching their play, you can see that Bedard is a more mature and skilled player. However, I do think that Bedard is being a little bit overrated. I watched him play during the World Juniors and he seemed like he was he was very clearly faster and smarter than anyone else in the ice, but it didn't look like he was going to be a player that, ha- that would have an immediate impact in the NHL like Connor McDavid did. I think that he's being slightly overhyped and that it'll take him much more time than other guys like maybe McDavid or Sidney Crosby to become the superstar that everyone's predicting him to be. What do you think, Noah? Bedard, I I definitely think I agree with you in the fact that he's going to take a season or two to fully sink into the NHL, especially on a Blackhawks team, which was, which was, which was, which was at the very bottom of the NHL this year. Like the Blackhawks were not a good team and just, even the, he's a generational talent, and he will be one of the best players in the league eventually. But like, you can't just throw him into a team with 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 with, with like 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 no one to help him out in in, in the, at at the highest level in the world and expect him just to take over right away. So he definitely won't. I don't think he's not going to be Connor McDavid right away, but he will be. But he will be eventually. I feel he's 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 really that good. If you watch him in the at the at the at the at the World Junior Championships, he was just he was just like skating faster than everyone. He was. He was more powerful than everyone. His shot, like every time he shot the puck, it just went in. It seemed like he was just on a whole other level. And like um, I, I was watching the 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 um, the um, 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 college hockey tournament this year with 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 Fantilli on 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 Michigan, and he and he he was good. He was very good. He, like you tell, he was the best player on the team. But like, I don't think he re- like. It, but Bedard is on a different level than him. But um, Fantilli is is gonna be a very good fit on the Ducks, like with with Trevor Zegers with Trevor Zegers help now that the, like the two of them are gonna be very very fun to watch for a couple of years to come. But but yeah, I, I definitely do think Bedard is gonna have a better career, just because of how much of how much how much raw natural talent he has. Going to our next hot take. This one is North American sports need promotion such relegation. Ooh. That's an interesting one. I know. Um, so this is something I've thought a lot about, and I think it would it would benefit every single sport tremendously. Like, 
like I I don't know how it would work because like there, there's such a stark difference between like like in the in between the, the major leagues and the minor leagues, but just, just like 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 tanking is such an issue nowadays in the in in, in basically, basically every league I would say just like to try to get the highest draft pick even even though there, there, there there's there's a there's 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 a there's a there's a draft lottery now in most sports just like to try to prevent up just to try to prevent tanking it still it still exists and it's blatantly obvious it's like the, the the blackhawks in hockey this year the the bear the bears and texans last year for for football um the 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 a's this year in baseball and just just like it's not just like it's blatant that teams are doing it it's not fun to watch for for outside fans and for fans of the team it's just it's 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 infuriating. So just like the, I feel like the only way to fully prevent it is is to is to introduce the the, the like 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 European soccer system. Like the way it works is like the in the in the Premier League in the like 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 English soccer league. The bottom three teams in in the league move down to the second division, and then the in the in the, the top in the top three teams in the second division move up to to the first division. So just like so, every team is trying to is trying to win every single game to to. To, to stay up in the first division where it was just like you, you play better teams make more money get get better players so just like I think it's the it's the best thing that every single American sports league could do MLS M, M, the MLS even could 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 could, could put in a system like this the the NHL NBA NFL MLB like all of them should should and could introduce a system like this I just don't see it happening anytime in the near future because of the I think because of the amount of money it would take just to implement a whole new league and a whole new system, American like the American population, I don't think is gonna accept it just because it's never been their culture, it's never been their way they've been introduced to sports. So I don't see the American population taking a liking to it. But if they do introduce it, then I think people are going to quickly realize how much better um, every single sport is 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 going to go going to benefit from it. I, I would disagree. I, I agree, honestly. I completely agree with everything Noah said. And especially, like, for the MLS, which is the American Soccer League, I can easily see them implementing it because there's already lower leagues that exist. They're just stagnant. No teams move up or down. They're just not as quality as the MLS. I could easily see them adopting those leagues and using them to promote teams and relegate teams. And also, not only would it prevent tanking, but it gives the game another layer of excitement to it, especially for fans of these teams that aren't in the highest leagues. So I'm thinking about this from an NFL perspective. In the NFL, there's such a sharp teardrop from the starters and high-level backups to the low-end backups. That is true. For example, I mean, I know this is a, an extreme situation, but people always bring up every year, could the best college football team beat the worst NFL team? The answer is just flat out no, they would lose by nine touchdowns. And even from the NFL to the XFL or the USFL, there's a noticeable change. I feel like relegation, it would just make a lot of the games less exciting. Let's say one NFL team, their entire season is uh, destroyed because their starting quarterback got hurt. A few years ago, Cowboys projected to be one of the best teams in the league. Dak Prescott went down and they were garbage. Could you imagine if that team was relegated because of that one injury and then Dak is healthy and all of a sudden you have a playoff contender in the NFL playing against minor league football teams? That would not go over well. Happens all the time in, in European soccer. Like, like, a, like a team's best player gets hurt, they drop down, get relegated. Like it happens There's a reason all the time. why that sport's not popular in America. 
Just saying. There's a reason why it's the most popular sport in the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that conversation got a little messy. <laughs> wow. Real. No one's laughing. Okay. No one is laughing. <laughs> this is our, our last hot take for this episode. Ryan says that Shohei Otani being a two-way player is not that impressive. I disagree. I think it's very impressive. That's just blatantly wrong. It's not just that he's a two-way player. It's that he's one of the best, even. I mean, first of all, when, when people think about baseball, like people think about the best baseball players, Babe Ruth is one that gets mentioned a lot. Otani literally has more career strikeouts than Babe Ruth as a two-way player. And also, nowadays, think about two-way players. Like, it's so much less common. So to be a good two-way player, like that, I don't know. To me, that's impressive. I do see where he's coming from. You may be able to look at it as not very impressive because in lower levels of baseball, like high school, maybe sometimes in college, you'll see two-way players decently often. And I, I think there are a lot of players in the league who could have the potential to be both a solid hitter and a solid pitcher in the majors. The difference is that who's willing to put in the work and sacrifice their body to be able to do it at an elite level on both sides. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think staying healthy is also a huge part of that. You're pitching every five days but you're also going out there and taking three to four at bats it's very impressive that he's sustained it he's consistently hitting home runs he's consistently striking guys out and having a good era and i think there's just no way that you can say that that's not impressive but yeah like Shohei otani is doing something we haven't seen in like a hundred years something like that just like like, like babe ruth was the, was the last one who, who did it to this level and he 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 he, he never 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 did it at the same time. Like, he was a pitcher on the Red Sox, and then when he, when he moved to the Yankees, he stopped pitching and became the, the like, 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 the home run king. But Otani, like, at the same time, is, is a, is a, is a, is a top 10 pitcher in the league and, and a, and a, and a top five hitter. It's going to be a long time before, before, before we see this again. That just about does it for this episode of Slapstick Sports. I hope you all enjoyed. If you are not subscribed to our Substack, go check it out at slapstick.substack.com so you can get all the sports content you want and you need the moment it comes out. Please slap your email down and subscribe. The show is written and produced by me. I'm Joey Bond. It is edited by Ben Wanderman. It is marketed by Aiden. Our social media is by Noah. And our advisor is Ariel Nissenblatt. Have a great day, Slapstickers.